Welcome to the Alien Beer Podcast. My name is Chrissy Garrison. I'm an independent science fiction and fantasy author, and I will be reading my stories to you. As you likely know by now, I have teamed up with Red Tash and Cat Bradbury to create a Kindle Vela science fiction adventure serial under the collective pen name of Kay Elsie. It's called Spy Girls Kick Ass. It's like Charlie's Angels meets the Matrix. This week's podcast is chapter three of that serial, the first chapter I personally wrote, starring my character Jaxa. She lives in a Star Trek-inspired virtual world, holding a double job. Jaxa works as a maintenance officer, but she also works with a Singularity Policing Initiative to help make the virtual world run smoothly, so the residents don't have to worry about immersion being broken. I hope you'll check out the rest of the story at sillyhatbooks.com SPI. Spy Girls Kick Ass JAXA, COSMOS, ESS LUNAR MOTH Ensign JAXA Brown cursed as she wriggled her way through the tight axis conduit, her electrospanner clenched between her teeth. The lunar moth was in peril once again, and it was up to her engineering skills to save the day. At least, that was the cover story. Sometimes the threat was alien monsters invading the ship. Other times, it was a rogue asteroid field pummeling the lunar moth's shields. Once in a while, the crew had to fend off siliconoid warships in colossal space battles. But not this time. This particular peril required a subtler set of skills to solve. Cosmos, as a sim, attracted more than its share of surfers. The space opera environment drew in a lot of surfer part-timers, thrill-seekers who wanted to explore strange new worlds, seek out plot complications, and play pranks on the crew. The would-be hackers always thought it hilariously original, to reprogram the auto chef. But really, getting a steaming hot mugful of angry bees in place of coffee had become such a constant nuisance that many believed it was just a feature of the sim. As she uncovered an access port deep in the bowels of the starship, Jaxa hoped the fad would go as extinct as the emu, and soon. It had been trickier to track down this particular hack in the Code of Singularity. The Jokers had adapted to previous security patches and upped their game. Working within the Sims' rules made it impossible to fix without manual intervention. A patch from the controller would rearrange the reality of the cosmos enough to be noticed. And changes in reality that got noticed broke immersion, and that was a no-no. So, Jaxa played her part of the maintenance drone, off to fix another glitch in the ship's systems. Playing a junior maintenance officer wouldn't be such a bad role within cosmos, Lots of resis and even surfers took on side roles like this so they could sit back and not have to make many decisions. Unfortunately for her, Jax's dirt side role in the Warrens wasn't so different. Before today's shift in the Singularity Policing Institute had begun, Jax had spent a couple of hours crawling down a similarly cramped tunnel. She had slapped an insta-weld patch over a pinhole leak in hydroponics plumbing. The main difference was that the world of Cosmos had far more exciting crises due to plot than in the so-called real world. She reached her electrospanner into the glowing mass of charged fibers and uploaded a scrap of code she'd been given by the SPI, miming the act of repairing a circuit. Not that anyone could watch this, but Jax always liked to stay in character, if for no other reason than for her own amusement. Jax's comm badge an etched gold disc affixed to her jumpsuit above her breastbone, buzzed and bleeped. Ensign Braun here, little busy right now. 
the husky voice of Lieutenant Traz echoed off the walls of the metal tubeway. Braun, have you fixed the auto chef controller yet? Captain Long's getting testy about the bees. Jaxa didn't say. Captain Long's middle name should be testy. The man threw his weight around like a sumo wrestler with a wedgie. It was no wonder that the ship had so many surfers. Very few other than Traz could stand to work with him full time. Still, the man knew how to drive the plot, which was why he rated his position as featured player. Instead, she replied, Almost got it, ma'am. This is the third time this week, Braun. Believe me, said Jaxa, suppressing another sarcastic remark. No one wants this to be the last time more than me. Mm, better see that it is. Traz out. Jaxa liked Traz, or at least she liked the player's style. Classic tough-as-nails bridge officer, always sharp and confident. Dedicated to the role, too. Rezies tended to lose themselves as much as possible in the sim. Jaxa enjoyed working with her. She liked the rare moments when she could get a smile out of the serious bridge officer. Traz shielded much of the crew from the narcissistic antics of Captain Long. For that reason, among others, if she were to go full Rezzy someday, she hoped to stay assigned to the Lunar Moth. Meanwhile, she had to hold back in the interpersonal relationship department. Jaxa liked others to assume she was another neep to draw less attention to her SPI activities. I could do that. She had enough creds in the form of nods. She'd even gotten an offer from SBI to just quit her day job and live here full-time in Cosmos. She'd get more unstructured time to spend in other sims as well. She'd heard good things about Juggertown. At the same time, she hated the thought of planting both feet firmly in fake space. No, that was what her friends in the Warrens called singularity. But so many people lived their whole lives inside the sims, guiding the storylines with more control than she'd ever had dirt side. Who was to say which was fake and which was real? The electrospanner's indicator lights flashed three times, indicating the successful application of the code patch. Hopefully this means no more bees with breakfast, said Jaxa. Her words echoed back to her from the far end of the tube. Her task completed, she sighed and wormed her way back to maintenance. Well, not complete. She had an after-action report to fill out before she could close the trouble ticket. She stretched her arms and legs and rolled her head to loosen the cords of her neck, grateful to be standing on her feet once again. Other maintenance techs moved about the area, carrying tablets and tools, having conversations, and checking screens scattered around the room. The pillar-like centerpiece of the room, the dark matter reactor, thrummed with power. Jaxa had always wanted to walk up to it, to place her hands on the smooth, glowing surface and close her eyes. The sound and feel of the thing soothed her in ways she couldn't explain. But by the programming of Cosmos, touching the reactor without protective gear would cause her to disintegrate. Well, Ensign Braun would disintegrate. Jaxa would find herself back in her pod, her circlet dead, faced with the choice of making a new persona in another sim. It was a death, but only a little one. Still, she'd lose all her creds, and worse, she'd never get to work with anyone from the ESS Lunar Moth again, including Maria Traz. Jaxa sighed at the thought. Idly, she wondered if using her SPI status to look up the dirt side identity of Traz would get her fired or just reprimanded. She was jarred out of her reverie by an alert. Thin lighting strips surrounding the screens in maintenance shift from green to red, blinking on and off. Jaxa groaned. Another crisis mode? 
The crew around her tensed, searching the screens for an indication of the source of the emergency. Her comm disc buzzed again. Sounds around her became muffled and distant. A wavy distortion in the air around her told her this would be a private, out-of-character conversation. If she spoke, the crew people around her wouldn't hear her speak, nor would they see her lips move. Jaxa touched the disc to answer. A familiar voice spoke in her ear. Agent Mandrill, her supervisor in the SBI, spoke in hushed tones. Get to the bridge immediately. But I'm in the middle of a maintenance task. Never mind that. Make up any excuse you need to. The ship's computer will back you. What now? Did the coffee bees invest the captain's chair? No. Your Captain Long just fell over dead, and we don't know why. Thank you for listening to the Alien Beer Podcast. If you like my stories, please visit my website, sillyhatbooks.com. I publish as E. Chris Garrison, and my books may be found in paperback, ebook, and audiobook format on Amazon.com and other places. The theme music for Alien Beer Podcast is Phantom from Space by Kevin McLeod. I very much enjoy feedback on this podcast and on my stories, so please leave comments on my website, visit me at at EC Garrison on Twitter, ECrisGarrison on Facebook, or drop me an email at ecg at sillyhatbooks.com. <laughs>